0: This is the Fullport
1: Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt, brought to you by T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Hey, this is Josh Howard, T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Nothing worse than a plumbing emergency. Welcome into the Fullport Podcast. On today's show, we're going to take a little detour from our normal run of guest and talk to Dr. Ash, who is the Chief of Staff for the Western North Carolina VA Healthcare System. Dr. Ash, welcome to the Fullport Podcast.
0: Hey, thank you very much for having me. Glad to be here.
1: So we start every podcast with the same question. Do you brush your teeth?
0: Only the forward-facing
1: ones. (laughs) That's a pretty good answer. We've had all kinds of answers. So at least you get the the four in the front, you know? (laughs) Um, One of the things we know about living here in Western North Carolina is that we are lucky enough to have one of the best veterans' hospitals in the country, Charles George, VA Medical Center in East Asheville. It's consistently ranked as one of the top VA hospitals in the country, year after year. Dr. Ash, what does it take to get that designation?
0: I think it takes a top-to-bottom commitment to the mission of serving veterans. You know, if it wasn't, I would say that when you talk about the medical community at large, the medical community's relationship with their patient population is primarily a financial and geographic one. And ours is a cabinet level mission, you know? The people that come here know that they have a responsibility to take care of veterans. They know that we have a, a high bar that we've set in terms of quality, veteran satisfaction and trust. And I think they come here with that in their hearts. And that's the—that's really the secret sauce in Asheville. That's the thing that people come from all over the country in our corporation to try and figure out what's going on here. And it's that we have all bought in to the mission that we're here to serve veterans.
1: So how does the VA differ from outside healthcare services?
0: Well, the, I think the, the single biggest difference is that our patient population is clearly defined. Right. You know, the, it makes it so much easier for us to be dedicated to exactly what we need to do because the people that are in front of us, we don't have to worry about who's supposed to be here, who's not supposed to be here. What we're really here to do is do the right thing for the person that's in front of us.
2: Right. Dr. Ash, Nate here. Um, so thanks for joining us again. Uh, when it comes to the staff at the VA, is there more of a mission-minded attitude uh, towards the job as opposed to maybe, say, working at a regular hospital?
0: Um, I think that the mission is something that we involve all of our employees in at a very early stage. I mean, it starts at the new employee orientation. Our entire leadership team goes down and meets the entire new um new employee class every two weeks and we really talk to them about who we are and what a responsibility it is to join a facility like this because you know we're we're number we're in the top five percent of the country in terms of quality of care veteran satisfaction and employee satisfaction and that kind of employee engagement doesn't happen by accident. I mean, it takes, right. it takes employees that speak up, and it takes leaders that listen. And I think that our, our employees are really exposed to that from, from minute one, day one.
1: So I know hospitals deal with a lot of different rankings and scores, just like you mentioned, uh, when it comes to quality sure. of care. What do the trust scores and patient satisfaction numbers look like for you guys?
0: So, I can tell you that just in the last week, we actually moved into the top 10% in the country for the trust scores that our veterans have for the care and the experience and the interaction that they get here. You know, our, our director's motto, uh, Steph Young, her motto is improving our work is our work. So, we come in every single day looking at the things we do. Analyzing how to make it better, how to do more right things for more people. And so what the trust reflects to us, and we measure it in all different ways, all different spheres, inpatient, outpatient. And what it tells us is that we're doing the right things for people. We don't, we don't chase measures. We just try to do the right things and hopefully the measures will speak for themselves.
2: Uh, for veterans who are going to listen to this podcast and maybe are not using the services of the VA, how do you encourage them to look into services that the hospital offers?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I've, I absolutely want to use your forum to reach out to any veteran who is not, um, not clear on whether they're eligible or not coming here because they think it's their grandfather's VA and they should only be here if they were shot or if they were in combat. I want to, can I share the, our enrollment and eligibility number?
2: Definitely. Yes.
0: So it's 828-298-7911 extension 2500. And what I'd like to say to all of those veterans is we're not your grandfather's VA. You know, it used to be the case that especially physicians got into the VA, you know, at the tail end of their career, they were trying to just stay clinically active. We have had, an amazing transformation in this corporation and especially in this facility over the last 20 years where we have really bright dedicated intelligent people who have committed to taking care of this population at the very beginnings of their career so they're fully invested you know and so I would say that anybody that's not clear on whether or not they're eligible please check with us the PAC Act has actually created so many more levels of eligibility and created places for people to be seen and made all of those conditions that you used to have to go to a VBA and get approved for. They're now presumptive, which means we just assume that they're there. We assume that they're real. We assume that you have them. And that clears the eligibility hurdle for a huge percentage of veterans who before the Pact Act might not be eligible. So please check in with us, please come give us a try. We're here to serve you and we never close. So that's, that's really the message that I want to, to spread to any veteran that's listening to this and is really unclear about whether or not they can come here.
2: All right. So you touched on one of our next questions about the PACT Act. The PACT Act is one of the other things we've learned a lot about in the news recently. Can you lay out for us what that is and what that does for veterans exactly? I mean, you touched on that previously.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what it does is it presumes that the things that veterans were exposed to are in fact the case as opposed to having to prove that they are the case. So there are 23 odd conditions that now because they're presumed to be the case, make those veterans eligible for care from, from all levels of care, inpatient, outpatient, what have you. So what the PACT Act essentially does is expand the previous categories of eligibility to allow many, many, many more veterans to be able to access services in the VA.
1: Okay. So one of the, one of the things we hear a lot about in the news and through the media is mental health care. And the mental health Mm -hmm. care crisis all across the country. How does the VA approach mental health for veteran services?
0: Mental health has actually undergone a lot of. They've had to be incredibly flexible with the pre-pandemic, the end of the pandemic, now coming out of the pandemic. And I think the philosophy of mental health is really at its core: let's meet the veterans where they are. If they need to be seen in a group setting, let's make that happen. If they need to be seen. Via telehealth, so that they're more comfortable at home and and getting services by telehealth. We've made those clinics available. We have the technology to reach out to veterans in ways that we had never even anticipated before the pandemic. Um, so I think that the the motto of mental health is really let's get out there and meet the veterans where they need. We have we're actually part of a pilot to do it's a, it's an acronym in the VA, but it, it's. It's specialty care and mental health, as well as primary care and mental health integration. We've added a ton of staff. We've added a ton of access. And we want to be the veterans provider of choice. And it's both primary care, specialty care, and mental health. But I think mental health has become the most flexible over the course of time.
1: And how can, you know, you mentioned a phone number, 828 298 Can someone call that number and get the help they need?
0: Absolutely. So if it's mental health, the, so if it's eligibility, the extension is 2500.
1: Okay.
0: Anybody that shows up at our door will be cared for. So if you come to the emergency department, our primary mission is to take care of you first and deal with your eligibility second. There's, um, in addition to the PACT Act, there's the uh, Compact Act. So that extends acute care mental, service, mental health services to people that are actually in the community and can't get all the way to the VA. And if you, you know, the always, uh, I mentioned the 988 crisis line for mental health. So those people can call and hit the number for veteran care and that comes, it's number one on the menu. And so that diverts them directly to VA resources so that veterans can be cared for in an acute mental health crisis or
1: setting. So Dr. Ash, we have a lot of veterans that work here, and thanks for taking the time today, you know, to spend with us and chat about the VA hospital. Uh, incredibly Absolutely. important Thank work. Thank you all for your service. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we let you go?
0: Um, just that, you know, if it wasn't for the mission of serving the veterans, there's no reason for a facility this size to really exist this close to mission. So you can trust that we are here, we're here to stay, and we're, we're really committed to the mission of taking care of veterans. Uh, I, I like to say that every VA has a reputation and I think this healthcare system has a brand and that's quality of care and customer service.
1: Hey, we really appreciate everything. Um, thanks again. That's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Full Port Podcast.
0: You've been listening to the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Find us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn Just search T.P. Howard Plumbing. Make sure to click the follow button on the podcast and give it a five-star rating if you like what you hear.